When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines and Headliner Questions coming your way, brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. i got a, an appointment tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, a week from tomorrow for Birch Orthodontics, right before the holiday. Nice, I don't. I know you don't. I wish I did though. I wish I could just hang out with uh with with Heather for a little bit. Do you ever do you ever think to yourself, man, if I had gotten you have like two teeth that have been replaced, right? You knocked two out? Six. Six. Like the a front, whole bridge. The front, the front six, yeah, are all fake. You've told me before. How did it happen? Baseball? It was uh no, it was uh heredit genetic. You should lie about it and say it was baseball. No, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. You should I, say it's it wasn't inferior genetics. Well, no, I hit a home run hit in the face. I hit a bomb and then the and next next at bat he hit me. And then I charged the mound, and he hit me with a bat. Wait, why was he carrying a bat on the mound? <laughs> he, re- t- he wrestled it out of my hand. <laughs> All no, of a sudden, the story went no, poorly. No, this is not good. This is not good. No, he Never knocked mind. your yes, teeth was- out. You charged him and beat him half to death. Right. You were suspended from Fulton County baseball for years. Right, yeah. And you know, I didn't even play in Fulton County. Oh, that's well, how <laughs> I was Gwinnett County, but that's how bad it was. They suspended me I in all the, the counties. I didn't know the mean streets of... The Jimmy Carter were yeah, in Gwinnett. That's Gwinnett County, yeah, buddy. It was in Fulton Barely. County. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyhow, Birch Orthodontics is the best in the business. I can tell you that. My kids have both gone through there. One is completely out, done, perfect teeth, happy with the process. The other is on the cusp. The I'm hoping this is the visit. This is the one where he's done? This is the nice. one where they go, you know what? Pulling for you, Clark. Maybe one more month. Maybe that's all we got. Whatever it might be. I'm rooting for it, too. BirchOrthodontics.com. All right. Let's get to questions. We missed a bunch of them last time just because there were 750. Yeah, people were mad. People are still mad. Well, you want evidence of that? Here you go. Ryan writes, you're in charge of a lifeboat fleeing a sinking ship. You have one seat left. Steve Spurrier, Jeff Flanagan, and Kirk Herbstreet are all looking to get on. Mm. Who gets the seat? Spurrier, right? Spurrier, yeah. Yeah, Spurrier. But Flanagan might be a nice dude. We just maybe not great at his job. job We don't judge people for that. Well, I, I mean, do. you know what I mean? I occasionally do. I know you do, but yeah. I, he might be a very good man. Uh, Could be. I think Spurrier and Herb Street, we know what they are. I want Steve in the boat. Okay, yeah, it'd be more fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. And he would help you beat off Flanagan. Hey, hey, Sorry, hey. beat away. We're on a boat. I'm nearly dead. Beat. I don't have time for any of that. <laughs> beat away Flanagan and safe. Herb Street. We're trying Sorry. to get to an island. Well, look, man, <laughs> you still got wants and needs. We're looking for a boat. Corey's over here. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. <laughs> You can get on the boat, yeah, but, but there's one whoa, caveat. There are some consequences to getting on this boat. Yikes. <laughs> Tom, Why do I talk like this? Tom writes, when we leave this dumpster fire of a conference next year, I think our last order of business is to clip some grass at the ACC headquarters building for our sod cemetery. Time to put the conference out of its misery. I do wonder. That's actually a really good idea. We, if and when idea. it happens, you yeah. need to go get some grass from the that ACC. headquarters. Uh, what are we, 14, 15-time champions of the ACC? 16-time champions? I don't think it's that much. I think it's close. Well, I'll Basically do the math one while you every go ahead. year yeah. from 92 to 2003? Yeah, yeah, dude, and then you have the 14. ones with Jimbo, and then this latest yeah, one. Yeah, probably 15. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Come on, buddy. Um, 
Chris writes, uh, I think part of the deserved anger stems from not knowing that the last game our beloved team would play would be the ACC championship game. It seems we were not ready to say goodbye just yet and couldn't give them the opportunity for standing ovations for what they accomplished as a team yes. in a live performance. I agree with that. Yeah, but they and it was they did get a chance to get on a podium and celebrate in the rain and the cold in Charlotte, but mm-hmm. they did get to do that, so that did happen. But yeah, you didn't realize that was the last time you were going to get to see that team perform. Um, it kind of not to keep it blue, but you know when you're dating someone, yeah, it's you, the last time. The last you, didn't you know, don't you didn't, you didn't know, know that was the last was time you were going to be, be romantic. Yeah, or you would have enjoyed it more. Maybe spent a little time thinking about it. Yeah, but, so that it's it's kind of like that reminiscing. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, taking your time with Remember the that celebration. Time we were on the lifeboat, and I asked. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you'd have. So there you go. Uh, Kara says, trying to focus on this amazing season it was for the team. What was your favorite moment or play? Oh, well, hey, the Clemson that's play. A, uh, by the way, that's a, uh, that's a great plug for what I just wrote on War Chant. Lord knows Jeff would never do it, but I wrote the top 13 plays of the I, 2023 season. I have, I have plugged season. your work many times, sir. I know, but not this one. No, I didn't. I okay. didn't see it. I know. It just it, We put I've it on been, this morning. I've been very busy. But it's busy. The, uh, the, the, the 13 biggest plays of 2023. And I, I, I listed them. They were my opinions. Uh, but they're the 13 biggest plays of 2023. 13 for a variety of reasons. The I'm record, not, the quarterback. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but give me one. So what do you think is the biggest one? Don't don't look at it. I'm not going to confirm or deny. I want people to go read it. Oh, you don't want me to look at the article? I haven't clicked on it yet. No, yeah. I want I you to tell me what, what you think was the biggest the play Clemson of the season. Game, the Clemson the sack, the strip sack, the fumble. Maybe. I can neither it. confirm nor deny. <laughs> but it, let's just say it's it made the top. Two. Two. <laughs> that had to be the biggest play. Oh, that was incredible. It saved your season, yeah, it too. It did. It did. Because what, what people forget about that play in that game, I, and I'd kind of forgotten about it until I was writing about it, was Clemson was ahead 24-17. to 17. The game's over. But not just that. Clemson was ahead 24-17 to 17 late in the third quarter. Clemson didn't score 24 on anyone, ever. Yeah. Your defense was actually having its worst day by far in that game. And then they're driving again. They're at your 30-yard line, already up by seven, going into the fourth quarter. And then you completely flip the game. Clemson never scores again. And pretty much no other offense scored on you again after that moment. That like It like shifted the whole season, that play. I got a question for you. So did you, in order to do this, and we both remember the games and cover the games and have our moments where we're like, oh, yeah, I remember thinking this was a big deal. But did you have the fun exercise of going back and watching the condensed versions of all of our games? No, I didn't do that. I I, just, I, I went, went from memory. So, yeah, because you might have missed one. I, I'm sure I did. I, I but I, I that's a caveat. I threw that in there. It's like guys, there's there. That's the beauty of this season, and including that list, is it's not a bunch of Jordan Travis plays. In oh, fact, no, the Jordan Travis might have had two plays, and one of them was the Keon catch against Clemson, mm-hmm. which is a really good throw, but it's a better catch. It's a better catch, yeah. And so that was the kind of the point of the exercise is, lo and behold, you want you went undefeated. You won 13 straight games in the quarterback, which is their reason why you're not in the playoff, isn't up and down this list with his great play. He had a great season. He's a good quarterback, but you won you won because of a, lo- a variety of reasons. Tatum Bethune, Kalen Deloach, Renardo Green, all Johnny Wilson, all these guys making huge plays, and that yeah. was so. That's what's so cool about this team and this season, is it came from Deuce Span. There were all these plays from guys that had to step baby. up when they had to, they, stepping up in all different phases. That's how you have undefeated, special, magical seasons. It's not one guy; it's an entire team, and it's all these big moments throughout the course of a game. Last week, writes Jeffrey, I asked about the ways to protest the screw job done to us. 
stately gentleman that Ira is, he pushed back on things like taking knees and such as it hurt the integrity of the game. Stately, I like that. Yeah. Got a new idea that I'm trying Sickly. to get out into the uh, into the ether. How about FSU's players have words and phrases on the backs of their jerseys instead of their names, like the XFL players? They can have things like robbed, fixed, stolen, unconquered. He hate me. Always. Pay he tribute. Me, yeah. Always pay tribute. Uh, keep up the good work. Hashtag elite headliner. Hashtag, hashtag pistols and pies. I saw a bad uh, Mark from Naples also texted me and said, what if they all just wore the number 13? Like everybody wore the number thirteen as a sign, not only of Jordan Travis, but thirteen and zero. Yeah. Um, and but I mean, you still have to have your names on your back, I would guess. But you could all wear the number thirteen. Um, what but, if they just had F U C uh, Herb Street? What if they just all had that very long nameplate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be. They ought not do that. But well, you wouldn't have to spell out the word. You yeah, would you just, just put have, the initial. You could just have F F Herb Street. Yeah. F Herb Street. And then they're all Herb Street. Then they're all Herb Streets. Yeah. Play by Herb Street. And he that's can- F Herb Street <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. The, the Isn't it crazy how like yeah. he's not on the committee. No. I don't know. I I know he has some sway because well he's he, yeah, uh, he's, of he's the voice he's yeah. the voice of college football, but he is so so much persona non grata in Tallahassee. Like he can't. He's going to be a villain for the rest of his life in this in base. this city in this fan base. And he's always going to think it's childish and foolish. He'll never understand why Florida State fans are so upset. If he's being genuine with the comments he's made since, he'll never. And they're going to end up. Florida State's going to be a joke to him and a punchline to him. This fan base will be a punchline. Here's to him what's weird about all with that. him not realizing that they are a hundred percent in the right. Yeah. So here, I've thought about this quite a bit. So have him on your show. I've had Herb Street on my show before. I know, before. No, but it's now been, it'd be a different a conversation now. But I'd like to have it because I think I could have it as an adult, and yeah. I think I could point out some things that I actually think he has probably thought of. And I do – the number one thing I don't like is how disingenuous it is when you when you go on other shows and, and say, well, woe is me, I'm getting a lot of backlash. Oh, uh, You know, they don't understand. They think it's conspiracy. Yeah. They, they think I just – man, come on. You know exactly what happened here. You did what you did, own it, move on. Don't don't play us for stupid, too. When you go on other shows and say, well, they don't understand how bad we feel. I love Florida State. Yeah, man, always here, have. Here, here's the problem. I don't think, the way others do, that he's always had it out for Florida State. I don't think that at all. His favorite human being on earth that's not in his family is a Florida State legend. And he sits next to him and has for years yeah, and years yeah. and years and years. And he smiles every time they have these trips down memory lane in Florida State history. And he's talked about Florida State in a glowing manner many times before, including 2013. So I, I just – what I would like to know is what is it he doesn't get about the pushback and the anger regarding the narrative he pushed for yeah. weeks on end. He has to understand that, that there is fury – behind what Florida State people feel is a, an extreme injustice by the committee that was heavily influenced by, as you put it, the voice of college football. Right. That you, that's intellectually dishonest if you tell me you don't understand it. Surely you do. Now, you and I could have an argument and disagree vehemently to the point where we get heated, but if I feel like you're giving me your honest opinion and I'm giving you mine, we would fight to maybe find some common ground and get in. It would be about the nuts and bolts of the debate. But if you were like, I, I, just, I just don't even understand why you're mad. Like, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. It, and I that's the part I don't understand. I get you. I, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, was, uh, it was disappointing. Let's just say disappointing. McElroy, too. Just completely disappointing. 
Kevin writes, previously we had matching offers from the SEC and the Big Ten. I'd have wanted us to take the SEC offer without a doubt. Now, not so sure. Do you think the school would still choose the SEC due to location and matchups, or has this relationship with the SEC and ESPN been so damaged now as to prefer the Big Ten? What no, do you think? No, SEC. Look, again. <laughs> you say that, and you may be right. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I don't think the fan base is going to agree with you here. But I'm I'm thinking about the fans that can go to games. Right, the geography what, of it all. The geography of it all just matters more, man. I know that you're mad at the SEC. We are all mad at the SEC. We're all mad at ESPN, but – you do not want to go – you don't want to have a schedule where your road trips are West Lafayette, Columbus, California, and Minnesota when your when your road trips could be Tuscaloosa, Oxford, Athens, and Knoxville. Like, you can drive to all those places. And, more importantly, in my opinion, when you play them in your place, those fan bases come to you. They come to Minnesota us. ain't bringing nobody. Yeah, no, Purdue's you- not bringing anybody to Tallahassee. It's better for the city. It's better for the school. It's better for the environment and the atmosphere of the games. If you're playing – Southern schools. It just is. Now, you want I would take the Big Ten over the ACC. Well, yeah, you'd take the course. Big Ten over every other conference yes. not named the SEC, and you might even do it with the SEC at this point because if you don't actually have an SEC offer but you do have oh, a week, week, You're not waiting you, for the you, SEC. You can't wait. And I've always said all along, the, way, the only way you're getting into the SEC is if they want to keep you out of the Big Ten. That is the only way. That's the only reason they need. They don't need. They don't. They, their numbers are outrageous, and they already have a state of Florida, uh, a state of Florida team. I will say. But they, they don't want – if you think of the Big Ten with Florida State and Clemson and USC and Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, oh, yeah, no, no, they, you're competing dwarfed. with the SEC. Yeah, well, you're competing with the SEC, and also, in many ways, you're much more a conference of the country than yes. you The SEC is a little southern entity at yeah. that point. It's a footprint and a powerful one. But, man, if I am if I go from USC to Miami yeah. and include Florida State and I don't know if they include Miami, but you get what I mean. I mean, goodness gracious, that would be a hell of a conference. Yes, I know. Ratings it would rival wide. the SEC. Yeah, I think it would. I'd beat the SEC at that point. Uh, Sean writes, no question, just a quick story. My sister, who is a 2003 FSU grad, recently asked me if I knew any of the FSU podcasts that were good and not boring. Mm. She said she liked the morning podcast with Corey and wanted more podcasts like his to try to listen to. There we go. I couldn't help but laugh. I told her that she has to listen to some of the headlines because it's very upbeat fun and that Dad and I have gotten to hang out with all three of you. So from the original Elite Headliner to the newest Elite Headliner, please give my sister Danielle a shout-out. Hey, Danielle. Danielle, I don't know if I'm calling you Elite yet. You've got to earn it. Your your brother earned it. Yeah. It's Sean's sister, right? He's been, yeah, yeah Sean's yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah, he's been around. He's been one. He's been here from the jump. Way, way, way back. Way uh, back. Yeah, but hey, I'm glad you like Wake Up War Chant. All you folks that you love this show, go listen to Wake Up War Chant as well. And if you have time after that, <laughs> Jeff has a show every day from 1 to 3. Uh, James writes, Georgia is so scared of FSU that their number one quarterback recruit in the country is yeah, going to decommit exactly. and go to Nebraska. <laughs> Even though he's not eligible for the game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's no part of it. How about that, man? That's crazy if that happens. Uh, Ken writes, heard two great ideas on your show last week that I think should be combined. Can we get an FSU fan in the crowd at every game day show next season? Oh, like Washington State? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, like the Washington actually, State. That's yeah. a really good idea, yep. Holding up the 13-0 and or 14-0 and on Concord sign, would one of the collectives be willing or able to pay to send a fan to each location or pay a local fan in each city. I don't know, Ken, but I can ask, and I, I tell you, I would volunteer to be shipped all over the country, wherever they go. To yeah, do you the go song. to the Army-Navy game. I would do it. I would, if well, you, you don't have to do that. You'll be in Ireland for the first one. I will be there, yeah. yeah. By the way, that's crazy. So they're going to be – they haven't been to this game yet. Nope. The college game day. They're but deciding they're for – they're year. making their maiden voyage. Do you think it was a troll job? The floor, no. <laughs> I But – 
What's that going to be like? I think they're going to house them inside of Eva Stadium. You think so? Uh, I do. First of all, then what's the point of even going over there? Well, to have a presence and say you're there, and there's you know you can do the camera but shots. From even above then, and so all you that. can't, so you won't be able to throw eggs at them. And Correct. by the way, don't throw eggs don't at these people. At you people, might yeah. get some on Corso, and we don't need him getting yolk on them. So don't throw eggs. Don't be physical with these people. You can tell them how you feel. You're an adult. Let's let's keep it uh, classy-ish. But the whole game day. Is go, they're not because the season doesn't start until the next week. Yeah, it's week zero. So it's going to be a two-hour show where Florida State is the main attraction, and the whole storyline is going to be how they use the offseason, how they use the snub is motivation. Meanwhile, ESPN is one of the entities that's responsible for the snub, and now they're going to do a whole piano-driven well, song they're, they're going to story tell you that they have nothing to do with it. But they're still going to do a whole story about how it motivated Florida State yeah, and how they use it as content. And you get but it's angrier. ridiculous. Like it's like you're the reason for this content. I think what's interesting is that they'll probably that's uh, the only storyline. Whether they can do a Haynes King feature, no. The storyline is Florida State getting snubbed and moving on. So I went to that stadium with Ira and Aslan, and we walked all over it, and and it's an it's a cool facility. You're going to like it. Uh, but the area where it is, there is no real place for them necessarily to set up that would house like a big square of people like you see on these campuses right. when they come. Okay. So because there's a lot of industry and, and bars and things of that ilk, and it's like a neighborhood. Like you're in a neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not really like you're walking along. You're like that's somebody's apartment. Oh, there's the stadium. You know, like we, yeah. at Fenway or something like right. that. Right. So you're in the middle of a city. I don't. I think they'll probably just opt for the reasons that we're talking about to just do game day in Aviva. It is um, picturesque. The shots are awesome because of the way it opens up, uh, up that, you know, that it's like a bowl, but it's open. And so they'll probably do that and they'll do it because they also know, do you want to, I mean, game day's two hours, three hours long, however long. Who knows anymore? Six. Yeah. So, so think about this. That is a three hour Sign holding Herb Street's a blank. Yeah, I mean that's chance, what it was. I mean, curious that yeah, they would I even mean, go over there for that. But they're going to be in an empty stadium. Maybe uh, they don't get to have the signs behind them. Marlon Wright still mad, gents. Won't ever get over it. Yeah. Now we need to tell the ACC get out of this thing. Uh, he does want to know: Will we ever get more than two teams in a twelve-team college football playoff in the ACC? I mean, never say never, right? Like, th- there is a chance uh, they might feel like if it's largely going to be the if uh, if Clemson is Big eleven and one invitational. If Clemson is eleven and one and then loses the ACC championship game to an eleven and one or twelve and one Florida State, I think they're both getting in. I think they they would make yes, it a I point so. next season, one year too late, <laughs> to take care of the ACC and appreciate having a good season. But they, yeah, I, three probably is stretching it because it's always going to be four, at least four from the SEC every year. More headliner questions coming your way. Hang in. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chance. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. TV. What's good, headliners? Corey here, your favorite of the Seminole Headlines trio. When we started Seminole Headlines, online merch was about the last thing we ever dreamed of doing, clearly because it was over 10 years before we started selling stuff. But now that we're up and running, it's so, so easy, all because we use Shopify. Like Jimbo and Jameis or Willie in a pink slip. When it comes to getting your business all set, you and Shopify are a match made in heaven. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling I hate the CFP gear, which by the way, that's going to fly off the shelves, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better than other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. When Ira finally got off his butt and started making shirts for us, we needed help. Thankfully, Shopify sped up the process and made us all look like all-stars, and we're all now millionaires because of it. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Greg wants to know, can you discuss the defensive turnaround which wholly exceeded expectations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it true. It did. I mean, they, we thought they'd be pretty good, not that good. A few guys on the backside seem to have completely changed the trajectory of their career, I am certain. Uh, yeah, yeah. The back end of the defense got better as the year went on. Uh, helped to get Akeem Dent back. They seem to get better when you got Kevin Knowles off the field. Well, uh, yeah, but helpful. that was in the middle of the year anyway. Like, yeah. they, they weren't great in September. You know, you no. think about the Boston College game – um, you know, it's only 22 points because seven of those were a fumble return. But, you know, they got kind of shredded there in the second half of that game and the beginning of that game. And then they got shredded by Klubnik the next week. Yeah. Uh, and Clemson's offense was worse than Boston College's. And then all of a sudden, I'm telling you, that Deloach sack, which I don't know where it ranks on my top 13 biggest <laughs> plays, guys. You're going to have to go to Wordchamp and read that. Somewhere it's in somewhere that in there. Five. I will yeah. give that away. Yeah. Um, that flipped the script, man. You think about what they did after that. Like, they gave up 20 to Miami, but really 13. Knowles knocks away what should be an interception for an 80-yard touchdown. And then what they give up to Duke, 13? Yeah. 
what they give up to Louisville? Six. Florida got one real touchdown, and that was BS. That was nonsense. Um, they, they just do, they they dominated. And what again? What I think what angers so many people, or one of the reasons that you get angered, Shashevsky brought this up when he had Canell on his show. Is like sometimes when you lose a great player, you actually become better. you become a better team. You yeah. don't score as much, but yeah. you become a better team because everybody raises their own ante. In that defense, when Jordan Travis went down, thirty-eight possessions, Jeff. I know. One touchdown, and they the dominated. one touchdown was after the Akeem Dent personal foul that was not a personal foul. So they literally went 38 possessions after Jordan Travis got hurt and gave up zero touchdowns. And that kind of resolve should be rewarded, and it was not. So Alabama can go chase another ring. I think it was important, too, but they that were awesome. they did that. It's important that they did that, too, against Louisville, who scored yeah. a lot of points on a lot of people. Oh, yeah, they scored 30 yeah. in a row, four straight games yeah, going into so that Yeah, that so that was more important because you were going against the backup quarterback against yeah. Florida. And, so, this, Louisville this was, and Jeff Brom's a really good play really caller, man. Good coach. That really was the first coach. time in, like, six years his, a team of his had less than 200 yards. Like, that was – so I think – also, you know, you look at what that defense did late. That defensive line was really good. Fisk went nuts. Verse and Peyton. Nuts. Verse and Peyton were very good. The last well, Verse was good all year, but he he became a different level there late. Yeah. And Fisk made himself a lot of money, a lot of Brayden money. In Fisk the last probably few made weeks. himself more money than anybody on the defense this year. I mean, that second half of the season, those last three yeah. games in particular. He well, was you're not saying dominant. that he's going to get drafted ahead of Verse, no, no, but no, Verse no. was going to get I'm drafted from where he yes, was going right. to be projected to where he will go now. Yeah. Uh, Burke writes, if FSU upsets Georgia. Zaria, too, by the way. Zaria is the real deal. I love Zaria. Anyway, go ahead. He's going to be back next year and he's he going to do well. Yep. Uh, Burke writes, if FSU upsets Georgia in the Orange Bowl, Orange Bowl, Orange Bowl? The Orange Bowl what's Mike Norvell's postgame press conference speech going to sound like? Uh, he'll take the high road. I don't think he's going to say anything other than how proud he is of the team. And I think Well, if they win, about- he, he would rightly get asked, do you think your team deserves to be voted national champions? And I think in that moment well, he would say, say yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. He could stump for it. I don't think it's going to matter. They're going to choose whoever wins the BCS playoff, but they would certainly have a case if they're undefeated. Uh, with <clears throat> Stingray in the portal. Yeah. It's a toughie. It's a I never tough got to, one, and, and never I never really got, got to, to introduce it, did and you? And I never got to uh, tweet out a picture of a Stingray when he made a sack. With Stingray in the portal, who will be the next great sea dwelling player on the team? <laughs> what, a, what a question. Well, you got to comb the roster here and think of something that we don't have a snail no we don't have a shell right no we don't have uh there's certainly no like there's no piranhas. john octopus or right. anything like that no nothing like that that's a toughie um that was my nickname in high school Did octopus? I tell you that? the octopus <laughs> thanks we, we miss Bur- ira i think we were miss, starting to miss ira <laughs> thanks dr birch great great job as always does coach norvell talk some of the uh talk some of the stars of the team into playing in the orange bowl with talks that they could possibly be the only undefeated Power Five team left standing and get the AP number one vote. Look, I don't, I, I just don't see how realistic that would be to be. I mean, it'd be awesome if the AP voters thought like that, and maybe they would. Um, but to me, that's also that's pretty selfish too. And Norvell doesn't strike me as a selfish person. Like, no, the, the, but the he point loves be, his kids. He do, no, but he would like to see them rewarded. He would, but like you know. Jared Verse is a millionaire as soon as he decides to enter his name in the draft. Keon Coleman is too. Like, and they just saw one of their good friends have his leg twisted on the wrong way I in understand. a football I know, game. I agree with you. So I, I, I think it would be hard to say, let's do it one more time for this team when the whole of the sport just decided that what they did for the last 12 months, would and especially the 13 yeah. games, was not going to be rewarded. So why put your body on the line again? And I'm talking about specifically about guys that are going to be drafted and drafted high. That you don't you don't risk that kind of money 
for this when it's just a you know it's probably it's honestly a pipe dream game, that you it, it just they, and they would have played they absolutely would have played in the playoff for sure in the playoff yes they but would've. this isn't a playoff game and I just think that's too much to ask for those guys that have so much money waiting for them as soon as they sign on the line uh two really good back to back you're gonna love you're gonna love both of these you're okay really good love the second one all right let's all go right. I mean I had to I had to give Chris a lot of credit for this second one. I'll start with the first one. Uh, Two-month plan writes, my question is, can we bring back the Menelik-Watson challenge, only have it against Herb Street, and only this time Menelik doesn't have a hand tied behind his back? <laughs> it's just Herb Street and Menelik-Watson yeah, in the ring? Let's see who wins. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's do that. And we'll say it's for charity. Yeah. I it's like for it. Battle's End. No, no, I Kurt, like it. this is for the Battle's End. Yeah, they would sell at the it the Civic Center. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Chris Smith. <laughs> You're ruthless, but you go back a long ways, and he'll get it. So I'm going to say it. It's really uh -oh. funny. Uh oh, I don't like where this is going. Uh, at Jay Cameron shows, dad stepped up to support the battles in. Can't wait to see how much Corey and Ira's dads give. Man, that's 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 not right. That's not right. <laughs> you have to give that's him a, good. That is so right. good. I don't like man. it. I don't like that you read it. That's almost Jesselnick good. Yeah, that, that is, is that, that is, is really Really, so really. far, I'll be honest, my dad hasn't given anything. Nothing? Nothing yet. When's that guy going to step I up? Know, it's been a while. It's been like 13 years since <laughs> he came to the university. He's not anywhere. Damn it, man. Yeah, that's tough. Come that's on, tough. Mr. Clark. Get so your together. dad is a member of Battles End? Yeah, he just oh, joined. Nice. Yeah. He called me. So my dad is oblivious. I love this. So his son's been doing a radio show, wildly popular, so to sure, say, in yeah. Tallahassee for 25 years, right? Yeah. He's got a picture of me in the house when I did Sports Center and all these guests appear. Like he, he's so he's proud, right? Right. But I don't think he knows what I do. Right. He just knows that one time I did something on Sports Center and sometimes I'm on a radio show. He, that's all he knows. Because he calls me and he's like, "Do you know anybody from the Battles Inn?" I'm like, "Do I know do, anybody do from know, the Battles Inn?" What are you talking about? And then he's like, "He's like, well, I just did, you know, are they reputable? Should I? What, what do you think I should do? I'm hearing a lot of people talk about them. I'm like, mm. what?" You hear me talk every about day. That? What the, the hell last are you year? I said, "Have you ever tuned into the YouTube feed where there's a giant battles in thing?" He he's like, "He doesn't know." Yeah, it's it's. He but he's lo he's locked and loaded now. Now he's like, "Oh, oh, so you you know some of the people?" Yeah. Like, yeah, Dad, I've mentioned it before. Oh, I was like, "You don't listen to me. You don't hear he a word doesn't. I'm saying. You have no idea." And he's a knoll too. He's a football uh, fan. Forty That's plus weird. year season ticket. Like my holder. mom doesn't listen to me either, but she's not a football. Yeah, she doesn't fan. care, yeah. right? It's oh man, it hurts, man. I can tell you this thing. Tell you this for sure, my dad would listen to me if I if he was alive. Yes. And I was on a radio show every day, which I am now. My yeah, he'd listen to me every day. That's weird. But mm, that uh, sting. We, but I don't know if he's gonna ever give to the battle. He won't. He night. won't. He'll never give me another <laughs> hug. Headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Travis wants to know, when are we going to start hearing about who is playing in the Orange Bowl? I haven't heard any opt-outs aside from Johnny Wilson announcing he's going into the NFL draft. I don't know. When the do we timing start? is we like yeah. what what are they waiting for? When do we I'm not st- I'm not hoping no. they do it, but what what are they what would like a Keon or a Jared when does practice start? Uh, I mean, I think I, I we have availability on Friday. I think they might have already started practicing, but they definitely start practicing on Friday or Saturday of this week. Yeah, it's weird. It's like because we're not over what just happened, and because what's today the twelfth? Yeah, I mean, you feel like you got a lot of time before that game, but it's fifteen practices. They got to be ready to go. Yeah, here they now. probably won't use all fifteen, but yeah, the, you're going to lose twelve or thirteen of them. And also, I think I was I mentioned this to Aslan, and I think it's true because Kirby brought it up. I keep saying I think, and I won't have I won't actually go research it. But the kids that sign on National Signing Day on the twentieth, if they're early enrollees, they can, they can practice pull, with. They them. can practice with them. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. There's some huge names. That's of- what that, that's what Kirby said in his in his Orange Bowl press conference. Is what makes this unique is the early the the mid year guys can come in and practice. Got that's a couple of uh, cool. yeah, no, absolutely it is. Uh, a couple from the super chats that I didn't get to before. Let's Dan go. Writes, How do you think the coaches are addressing the college football playoff snub to recruits, and do you think it's causing a negative impact on the recruiting trail slash competition uh, with our competitive our competitors uh, in recruiting? So I, I would just handle it this way. Uh, it, it's not something that could happen to you. I mean, in 2013, right. uh, you know, in 2013, I'm thinking of the national championship yeah. season. And but the in 13 20, wins. Yeah, in 2024, um, you know, it's a college football playoff. There's 12 teams. Nobody's – we're going. Yeah. yeah if, you win, if you go 13-0, and 0, you're going. You go yeah. 12, hell, you go 12-1, 11-2, you might be going. So it's not going to happen again. So anybody using it on the recruiting trail, I mean, that, it's really pretty empty. Now, I'll admit, not every kid – sharpest knife in the drawer you may have to reiterate the fact that it couldn't happen again uh but there's that and then how they were addressing it with um no i don't don't think it's going to have a negative impact in recruiting do you no i i I think the acc could be a problem for you like that big picture conversation about the acc yeah but still you know you look at florida state this year and the viewership they got the the prime time slots they got how much uh, right the ratings if you're worried about exposure yeah the exposure's there the exposure's there clearly and yes, you would get in the playoff. In fact, you could tell them, look, honestly, as long as we're in this crap conference, you have a better chance of getting to the playoff and playing meaningful football in December here mm-hmm. than you do going to these other. Save for Alabama, that they're all Alabama could be six and six. They're going. Um, you have a you have a better chance because we only have to win this con- we have to win this conference. We don't have to have a ten and two record in the SEC like these other schools will. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's not great on the recruiting trail, but I think it can fill you with. Uh, it gives you a reason to like, look, you could be the guy that wh- however you have to sell it. I think yeah. you can sell it positively. Like you're going to be the guy they can't ignore. They can't, you know they what I mean? I just wouldn't. I just don't, I mean, again. But, yeah, but also they're, they're, you're 12, you're, you're, they're 12 teams. So they're not going to get left yeah, out again. So it doesn't, that. it doesn't really apply. Carrie writes, I hope we don't F up because of money and miss out on Cam Ward because Miami's going to pay whatever they have to, to get him. In today's game, it's sad to say, but it's pay-to-play thoughts. 
Well, sure, it's pay-to-play to a large extent, but Miami is not, A, going to pay whatever they have to to get Cam Ward. Also, let's not act like Cam Ward is Charlie Ward. Right. Uh, no let, relations. Let's, let's go, as, no, you know. but let's go easy here. This is a nice player. Yes. And I think he's he makes your team better. And he's if you can like, get him, uh, I would too. But let's go let's Different go types of players, but probably same production and impact. Is Who is the kid that transferred? He transferred there. He played the COVID year. He was the quarterback there. He's from Houston. Right? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the kid at Miami? Yeah. He yeah, was, they he played was, at he Miami. He got hurt. Yeah. But nice player. Nice player. He, he helped King. their offense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think. But so I think Cam Ward, he's not a Heisman winner, but he's a, he's a, and I don't know what kind of NFL prospect he is. But I, I would also say if, and again, I have no no I have no way to know the real numbers, Jeff. But let's just say Miami's offered him one point three. Florida State won't go over one. And isn't this a fun conversation we're all having? But let's say that's okay, man. Okay, you're gonna go play in that stadium for those fans and not really enjoy college. It's gonna be a worse environment than where you're leaving in Pullman, yeah, and you're not you... a big deal down there. Or you can come to Tallahassee for a few less dollars, sure, but you're still going to be well off. And you get to play at a real stadium in front of a real fan base. Florida State's collective is capable, just putting it out there, capable of competing with any program in America for a player. Yeah. Whether they choose to based on other needs and what the asking price is, is a whole other story. But if you were worried, like it's a two-part thing. If you're worried, hey, Florida State's collective couldn't match Miami's. Oh, they easily could. Yes. Florida State could do anything they want to do with Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, Miami, you name it. But they're also run smartly. Yeah. And they're not doing it half-cocked like Ruiz was, just telling everybody, hey, look at me, I'm taking all these pictures with all these guys, and then, by the way, I may go to prison. Right. Like, this is not how this works. So, we'll see. I, I don't know what the emphasis is going to be, and I don't know what the breaking point would be. Surely there would be one. I mean, if Cam Ward walks into your room and says, I want $3 million, have a good day, Cam. Yeah. And if Miami's dumb enough to pay you $3 million, good luck to have you. Have a good day, Rob sir. Their ass. Have a good have day, Have a good sir. day. There's no chance I'm paying Cam Ward $3 million. Also, just consistently, I want you guys to know this. The numbers you hear about are largely inflated. For most of the players that you hear about, I mean, I've had people walk up to me and say, so it's probably a good thing that Jordan Travis got us $2 million when he was here. Yeah. And Jordan Travis did not get $2 million. Stop he got it. four. No. <laughs> $27 million. He got 27, two years, $27 million. What a return of investment they got for that, right? Well, and they got to say, yay team. $4 million, $2 million. Uh, he, he earned that for he, sure. But you got to say, yay team. You didn't even go yeah, to the yeah, playoff. Yeah. They, 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 well, right. Billionaires yeah. don't do that. That's not how this works. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling here. Jeff writes, I'd appreciate hearing a healthy dose of piling on Herb Street, please. Thanks in advance. Keep it going all the time, always. Mm. Well, you're going to hear that in, in perpetuity for the rest of our lives. Like, it's never not going to be a thing. Anytime his name comes up, this will be the first thing anybody thinks of, ever. Ever. I did you see what I and this is a, this is McElroy, yeah. but it goes back to McElroy. Did you see his stats in the national championship? Fifty yards throwing, yeah. fifty six yards yeah. passing, negative minus twenty seven yards rushing. Right, that's a sack. Alabama yeah. quarterback play in the national championship game totaled twenty nine yards, and they won. Yeah. Almost as if you don't have to have a great Heisman level quarterback to win, because Greg McElroy and Jacob Coker both proved that to us. So it's like in Cardell Jones, for that matter, like the, the, you don't have to have somebody special at that position if you're good everywhere else. And Florida State was good everywhere else. But and I and I have a I have a sneaking suspicion. Herb Street would never uh, admit this. 
that maybe he believes that Florida State could beat Auburn by more than one point with Tate Rodemaker Perhaps. at quarterback. Maybe even with Tate Rodemaker at quarterback, Perhaps. Florida State doesn't give up 31 points to Auburn. There's a part of me that does think, and I know you just said, so you don't think Kirk will ever address this. I think he will. I think enough time's going to go by, and I'll ask him to come on. I will. And it, it, every, I mean, I think there's an opportunity that if I certainly were him, like in the July leading up to the August trip to why Ireland. Why would you? So honestly, I would allow. He should do for the that. car. He should do the war chant car wash. He should. But I honestly, I do believe that. Uh, I mean, I've interviewed him in the past. Uh, we're not friends, but I, I, you know, he he knows me. I know him certainly. I mean, I I don't. I, I thought you gave him that dog. Was that not your dog? That, that you was not. Up? No, oh. it's not. I, all right. Well, we kind of drifted apart. You did after that time. one interview. And it got a little <laughs> testy the last time. I was yeah. like, all right, maybe I'm not going to give him my dogs anymore. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I do think an off-season interview would would be a possibility, and we would have to ask whoever gets the interview is going to have to ask very difficult questions. And yeah. I, I think it would behoove him to answer it. Now yeah. we may not like the answers, and I know what happens. The second you do that interview and you ask a tough question, and he doesn't give you the answer that you want, or it doesn't satiate the appetite of anger that everybody has. They're gonna say, "Well, why didn't you ask this?" Or you should have hung up on him. Like you know how that works. Yeah. But seriously, I, I I wonder if there would be a mea culpa though. I, I there there won't be, um, especially seeing how wh- well, how what these good games would it come do up? him to have a mea culpa though? I mean, at this point, I I screwed you. Sorry about that. I mean, but no, I, I, but like I'm talking about eight months from now, leading into next season. Like you know, look in hindsight, um, I, I you know I was I didn't. Whatever he, however he could explain it, and he can't. Well, what he would tell you, and my guess is, what he would tell you, Corey, is that I honestly believe that Florida State's not one of the four best teams in the country. And I am paid to give my opinion about who I think are the four best teams in the country because we're talking about the college football playoff. And I don't believe they are. Now, you and I would say, well, now, wait a minute. You don't know that. Right. And you overstepped and your bounds. And it's a belief. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a fact. It's right. a belief. Right. Now, we all know what the arguments are to retort that, but I'm telling you that's what he would say. But he, but and I actually don't have a problem if you say that one time you're right. when you're asked but on you, a show. But you're saying it for three straight weeks, and it, it felt like a campaign, and I know they got to fill air, but it was also never – you know, when I'm when I'm thinking about an opinion I have you know, or, or a subject that I want to form an opinion on – I try to see both sides of it, because and I want to have it. Yes. And it's called speaking out of both sides of your mouth, and I'm the king of it. But I will do it. I'll say, yeah, I, I you know understand. Why? Because smart people take into account new information. So how? But how does Kirk Herbstreit not ever ever say, "Look, but Alabama needed a miracle to beat Auburn, a miracle to beat Auburn, and we have to reward." I understand how Florida State would think, even without our starting quarterback. They are good enough to compete with and right. possibly Correct. beat yes. these teams. He did not entertain the other side. Ever. And that was why I said it was dis- uh, intellectually dishonest. He kept saying over and over again, well, look, you know, I just don't think they want to. Okay, have that opinion. But can we talk about the other side of that? Can we talk about, as you yeah. said, balance the other side of that? Because you don't know that. Lord knows when I was watching Alabama against USF, it didn't feel like Alabama was one of the best four teams in the country. And and you and if if the Auburn game had happened three months prior, you'd be like, well, yeah, they're a lot better now. But it didn't. They they that that game was the week before Georgia, so that <laughs> yeah, was their the last ultimate game. Yeah. So in so it's, you can't say they got so much better as the season went on. They almost lost to a team. They did lose. It was a ridiculous defense. They should have lost to a team that got housed by New Mexico State. Let me ask you a question. And I asked this, and now Zach is, and he's been a long time listener to this show. Appreciate the question, Zach. I, I do think it's difficult. How and this is his question: How would you sit in a production meeting with Game Day next year if you're Mike Norvell? And would you? I, I, it's a really fair question because of this. Yeah, and I bring this up all the time. You may have heard it. So if you love somebody, you know your kid, your mom, your dad, your wife, whatever, and somebody 
offends and you know besmirches in any yeah. way that person in your presence or does it repeatedly and you love them you're not going to sit idly by when they the first chance you get to sit across from them and have a conversation and pretend that didn't happen right happen you can't just sit there and put a good face on and act like that guy just didn't call your son a loser or your wife ugly or whatever right, right. you're going to say whoa whoa if, before we talk about anything to do with football what you know, I mean, this is going to be a different conversation. It may, yeah. it may not be a conversation at all, depending on what your answer is to me. But this is going to be a tough day to have lunch together, pal. Yeah. I mean, I, he has to be professional, but man. Not really. And I would say, number one, I'd say Booger's got to be there. I want McFarlane <laughs> with me. I want McFarlane with me. But also, I would have my own. I would have Seminoles.com or the Seminoles Productions recording my. It wouldn't just be an ESPN joint. Because you don't want a one-sided. But I don't. You know, I, I want my own camera crew for that conversation before the interview. I want to record that to show my fan base well, that I'm still mad and I'm still fighting back and I'm still fighting for you and fighting for that team. And that's exactly what I would do, though. You you can't just not address and say, hey, good to see you, Kirk. You can't not uh, no, address there's it. There's no way you could. There's no way. And, and I don't know. Maybe they've talked since. But I. there's no way that the first time we talk is after all of what just happened. And then you come see me in Dublin before this game. And, hey, game day's here. Let's do a fluff piece on – no. How's Cam looking? Yeah. How's Cam taking to the offense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, the no. hell out of my yeah. office. It'd be, hard, it'd be hard. Like, unless you came – unless you had a uh, – it'd be a be a 20 or 30-minute conversation, mostly of me talking, telling you what I did not like about what transpired in early December. Even then, it would be hard to put on a professional... I mean, so let's say I vent to you everything that we just talked about and all of the things that you believe to be unfair and why you're offended that it happened the way that it did. Um, Then what are you supposed to say? Okay, let's do the interview. I mean, that's not going to... That's going to come across as really cold. And I wonder about Orange, the Orange Bowl. That's an ESPN product. Like, are you going to sit there and talk with McDonough or whoever about that game? Are you going to meet with them? Or could you just say, no, we're done. I'm not... As long as it's not Joe Tess. Because, yeah. Spent spent, uh, the better part of the entire broadcast telling everybody why it is the... Well, but in fairness, tonight. you remember how Nestler and Gary Danielson were singing the ACC's, ACC's praises, praises during the Georgia-Alabama game. Again, That's course. what CBS always does. Yeah. Uh, Robert writes, to the hosts of the best show on YouTube, yay sausage. Mm. Have we started practicing for the bowl game yet? And if so, how many of the players are going to opt out? Man, we, we were talking about that earlier. I, I don't know the answer to uh, the opt-out question. Uh, we think that they probably have started for the Yes. We have not attended a We have yet. not been invited to attend. I would think that would be because it would probably tell us who's playing. And so they're kind of keeping that quiet until announcements are made. But I do believe they have started practicing. Um, at least that's what Ira told me. So if I'm wrong, blame Ira. Yeah. Um, He's but, not here to defend himself. And he so can't. I'll add yeah. to it that yeah. he should be blamed. He absolutely, absolutely should be blamed. Yeah. If I, you haven't liked this show and the, this, this dynamic mm-hmm. of the two of us and no Ira, we'll blame Ira. Yeah. He's sick and as a doctor. And, as I said, we have the stronger of the immune systems and we're here. Well, let's. Let's knock on wood, buddy. Knock you're on nervous. wood. You're nervous. You bowled with him last night. I was at the I lane did. We used the same the balls. End. Easy. <laughs> Je- uh, Jennifer writes, yeah. talk about Kirk Herbstreit coming out and saying FSU doesn't like facts when the ACC beat the SEC. And statistically, FSU was up there with Michigan, but there was never a discussion that they shouldn't be in. How do we start to be able to refute some of those comments factually? See, so I, I saw that on Twitter that he said they, don't, like, they bitch and complain they don't like facts. Right, they, but I didn't see the actual quote. I'm assuming he said it, I guess. He but mentioned I don't, about conspiracies, too. And but, I didn't see... But I didn't see the actual interview. I didn't see him say that directly. There, sure. Was it the um, McAfee interview? If he said that... Uh, the response is, what facts? What facts are you spewing? Your opinion? Your subjective opinion is now fact? Right. 
again, I can tell you factually, Florida State with Tate Rodemaker would have beaten Auburn by more than a point and wouldn't well, need a fourth and 31. Right, but it, according to Kirk right. Herbstreit's yes. world, oh, I can. Yeah, right. That's why I'd be oh, that's a fact to me. Yeah. That no, Florida State would take Rodemaker and they would have beaten Georgia too. Yeah. So, you, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can want. say whatever you, you want. Whatever those you are want. those right. aren't facts. The only fact is Florida State was undefeated and they won games without their starting quarterback, just like they won games with their starting quarterback. That's the only fact. Everything else about who's better, who's best. Like, so does Kirk think that Florida State is worse than Alabama but better than Georgia? Did well, they get that right? No, like, how did they thread that needle to get them at fifth between well, those two powerhouses? That's the other part of the the committee's mistake. Florida State should have been 11th. Lean into it. And they should have leaned into it two or three weeks before the final ranking. First of all, they could have saved themselves a lot of trouble. If the moment that Jordan Travis broke his leg and that game ended, and then that following Tuesday you have that show, and you drop, drop Florida them to State 13. to 8th or 9th. Yeah, drop them to 20. Whatever. Drop them as far as you think they need to be dropped. But anyhow, you drop them in that moment. A, we would argue with that, but fine, you would do that, and then you would say and cite in that moment, right after that game, the committee does not believe without Jordan Travis that Florida State is a top four team. In fact, we think they're the ninth best team without Jordan yeah. Travis. Now, let the arguments begin, but at least you would know how it happened, why it happened, to be transparent. Everybody would say, well, that, that's what they're telling you. Yeah. And it sucks that they're doing that, but it'd be a very different discussion. It would certainly deflect all that anger away from Herb Street. It would be on the committee at that moment. You'd be like, what the hell are you guys doing? That's crazy. You just decided that this team without a quarterback is now no, no, no chance to compete? Yeah. Um, but at least we would know. I- instead, Florida State was moved up. Yeah. They were moved up in the yep. rankings yep. only to fall out after wins. After beating a better team after- on a neutral site. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy. And it, it, it just – it's like – I also like. I don't understand the the um, opinion of or or the concern about what well, they just can't win a national championship or it might not have been a competitive game. Which, by the way, BS. every year in the playoffs, somebody what? takes an ass kicking. Yeah, we in our lives go on. A, there haven't been a lot of competitive games in the playoffs. I saw Cincinnati play in the college playoff. You saw I saw Michigan State. State you saw, yes. And my life went on. Yeah, like I, you, we can live with a bad game if you're worried about that. That that's all of a sudden that became the primary concern. Is we can't have a an uncompetitive college. Well, that's all this college football has been is uncompetitive. Tons of playoff. uncompetitive games. Like more uncompetitive, as yes. many uncompetitive as competitive. And by the way, I'm not saying, I think Florida State would have been very competitive. Yes. And in fact, if you'd have sent them where they should have gone, which is the Sugar Bowl against Washington, I think they win that game. I think they win that game. They certainly could. I, they absolutely would be in the game. And it would not be, they would be probably five-point underdogs, yeah. but they could win that game. I, I think, actually, the, uh, even a stronger argument is that you are certainly in the game against Michigan. Yeah, man, Michigan ain't there's running no, over anyone. There's no evidence that Mich- Michigan has one and a half good wins. It also, they may be what's incredible. the second best offense they faced? Right. What is, I literally don't know. What was the second best offense Michigan UNLV. faced? Probably. Yeah, I think it's probably Good UNLV. luck, man. Good luck with your guys covering Keon and Johnny and Jaheim. Good work out of you, sir. Good work, still director. Mad. Get, I'm still mad. Get better, Ira. We all are. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be good. Peace.